What is up, people? Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? Been a, a fascinating week and a half, two weeks since we last did our last Imperial Broadcast episode. Uh, the Clone Wars is wrapped up. This is sort of our May the 4th week uh, episode, and obviously be, with that being uh, the date, a lot of news, you know, has come out this week. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff breaking on the Mandalorian front, on the Clone Wars front, on the movie front, animation, uh, all aspects, video games, all aspects of Star Wars. Uh, there have been uh, rumors and leaks and uh, announcements coming from Lucasfilm, so we'll cover all of that um, in this week's episode, but obviously the Clone Wars finale at the end, we'll talk about that, uh, was certainly, certainly uh, interesting, certainly exciting to talk about that. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, we have all that uh, stuff for you on this show. Uh, we do have the Clone Wars finale at the end, just in case you know anyone hasn't seen it. Which if you haven't seen it, you really should watch it. It's fantastic content. But we will be starting off with some news about The Mandalorian. Uh, the Season 2, which is supposed to be coming out later this year, uh, is very good news. Uh, very exciting news uh, going forward for Season 2. So the news is, according to The Hollywood Reporter, everyone's favorite... Well, Mandalorian, well, I mean, if you're legends, the original, the, the Mandalorian. original Mandalorian, depending on how, who you ask and who thinks he is or is not a Mandalorian, the original person in the Mandalorian armor that everyone knows and loves, Boba Fett, yeah. will be making an appearance, though apparently a quick appearance, according to Hollywood Reporter, in the Mandalorian season two. And, the, and Boba Fett will be played by Tamora Morrison, who played Jango Fett. In the um, prequel. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah, Attack of the Clones. So it's very, very, very exciting news for me as a as a, a fan as of... A prequel guy. As a prequel person, but <laughs> but just as a fan of... I thought he played Django Fett very well. Right. He seemed very, very mysterious, very also kind of nefarious at the same time. And I think that's exactly what you would want in the Boba Fett character as well. And I think he can pull it off completely. So I... It's just very exciting to see him in that in that role again. I mean, it's and they it shows that these that Favreau and Filoni take the canon seriously. You know, I feel like if it were just some other person, as other people, they would just put some any anybody that's just looks. What other person? Are you saying that's uh, kind of J.J. Abrams, Ryan <laughs> Johnson? Well, I'm not trying to name names. I don't know who else, but just someone else that doesn't care about the canon would have just oh, let me cast this this. I don't know, this younger, you know, right. different-looking person. I remember we were talking about, you know, Michael B. Jordan playing Boba Fett and stuff. We were talking about, like... We were talking about that? Yeah, we were talking about Michael B. Jordan. Sheesh. You know, we had a lot of people being thrown out there as Boba Fett. It was just... In theory, when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. He's a, Boba Fett is a clone of Jango yeah. Fett. Yeah. Jango Fett was played by, by Tamora Morrison. Yeah, like, he's the only guy that, could, that in theory, should look like uh, Jango Fett. Yeah, so um, it's, it wouldn't have, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, what this tells I, me, well, one thing also really quickly, I do think Daniel Logan could have played uh, Boba Fett, because he's still even now I've I've seen comparisons and stuff. He still kind of looks like Tamora Morrison, a right. lot younger version. I mean, I think he could have played the character, right. um, potentially if you if you wanted to, um, and I would have bought it. I wouldn't have been like, I wouldn't have been like, what? He looks nothing like him. I would have been right. like, oh, well, I mean, he does look like him, just slightly different. I mean, yeah. So I, I would have bought it. But yeah, I just want to throw that out there also. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like what this tells me is they are giving Favreau and Filoni, Favreau particularly, but they're, they're giving John Favreau and the Mandalorian season two the entire cupboard. The entire pantry of Star Wars characters is now open to the Mandalorian. Uh, in season one, it certainly was not. Um, they gave him Yoda. Yeah, obviously. They gave yeah. him a Yoda-like character. Which was, obviously, which was they huge. didn't give him Yoda. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> give him Yoda. They gave him a Yoda-like character, which was huge. Yeah. Um, and we got 
you know, little Easter eggs here or there. And we got the Dark Saber. That was pretty cool. Dark Saber. You know, but like even that's like very inside baseball. Yeah, Star that's Wars. a felony. That's a felony. Yeah, it's a felony kind of creation. You know, it's yeah. not like like something from the original trilogy or something. So yeah, this giving them Ahsoka Tano and giving them Boba Fett are though they're two of the biggest, you know, individual Star Wars characters in the entire canon. Uh, quite frankly, I mean, the two characters that could have their own movies. And it could, those movies could stand up, and people would go see them. Uh, and they're deciding they're going to put them in the Mandalorian. That's where you get to the, the conversations of: Is this what Bob Iger was talking about when he talked about Mandalorian spinoffs potentially happening? Mm. Is he talking about Ahsoka? Is he talking about Boba Fett? Uh, especially if these characters aren't like major characters in the season. You know, they're still Ahsoka Tano. They're still Boba Fett. So. You know, there's plenty of reason to believe that those could transfer into spinoffs. And Mm -hmm. especially if we're talking about, if we're talking about Disney Plus trying to align itself from a Star Wars perspective, similar to how Marvel Studios has their Disney Plus lineup of five or six different series. um, The only way, the only way Star Wars can get to that is if they start, they start making them. Right now, we only have The Mandalorian and Cassie and Andor. Um, and Kenobi, as far as we know, uh, but there's still there's still ways away to get into there's still ways away of get before they get to Marvel's kind of level, and you know I, we would assume that they're not Disney's not investing more that much more into Marvel than they are into Star Wars, so why not make a, an Ahsoka Tano series or a, a you know Lando series another one they've talked about obviously, but you know Boba Fett is another guy that certainly capable of holding his own series, so mm-hmm. if this isn't a you know, season-long series regular role, or if this is more of a cameo or a kind of a, you know, special guest appearance type thing, which I guess that's what it would be, especially for him and Ahsoka, then I think this could be a setup for a sequel, which I think makes plenty of sense. Uh, there's also been the conversation of, you know, we bring it to Maura Morrison, how does that, like, does that lead into the possibility of us getting someone like Rex in the future in live action and him being played by Tomorrow Morrison as well. You know, mm. like could he, could we see the potential of him playing other clones? Mm. You know, that's yes. also a possibility. And I mean, that also is certainly an interesting capability. Uh, now that he's back in live action Star Wars and it shows that they're not, it seems like, and we'll get into this with the clone wars a little bit. But it just feels like, in part because of the Clone Wars, like they're not nearly they're not step farming the prequels nearly as much as they were, they used to. And I think because the Clone Wars is so popular, now I don't, I'm not saying they made the decision because you know of the the reaction to season seven, but like with Dave Filoni's involvement and then putting more into more credence into him, um, and him being so tied to the prequels with Clone Wars, like it makes you. You know, like it, that that series gave the prequels legitimacy, gave them the out to then put people like uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett, or essentially bring back Jango Fett as, as Boba Fett in the Mandalorian, and people not look at it like it's goofy. You know, nobody's looking at this news and saying screw Lucasfilm, screw the prequel. I think that would have been the reaction five, six years ago. I think people would have been like, "This is stupid. Why are we going back to? Why are we bringing back the guy from from Django from uh, Attack of the Clones?" But it's hard to like the last bit of prequel lore was Clone Wars season seven, which is incredible. So nobody nobody's gonna be upset. Dave mm-hmm. Filoni's involved is great. So you know, I think this opens the door for other prequel characters potentially showing up. Obviously. You, you know, you got to be careful in terms of introducing a million prequel characters and it making sense. But, um, you know, I, I think there are it, it's it's interesting. Um, and I, I, I mean, the only other character that we haven't really that we still don't know what happened, for being honest, is Mace Windu. And they still could tell Mace Windu story if they wanted to. If they tried to sell that he survived that joint, which I think he did, personally. Mm. 
I think that could. Well, I think that would be extremely successful. Yeah, Samuel Jackson would have to want to do it. He'd have to want to do it. You know, they'd have to get a lot of um, stunt work done because um, Mace Windu was supposed to be supposed to be the best in terms of combat. Right. Uh, I mean, after that fall, I mean, maybe not. I mean, we'll in see. Theory. Yeah, in theory. Yeah. You know, like, but you tell the thing where at he's the same, like, at the same time, I don't. Stable, but if he's like not the same. I was gonna say. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd even want to see him if he's <laughs> hobbling around, you know, un- <laughs> unable to defend himself. <laughs> I mean, he's not Yoda, where he's, like, mostly just force powers. Right. You know, he's, like, a fighter. He's a combatant. <laughs> right. And just in terms of the character so far, I mean, they could they could rewrite his character. a lot. I'm sure a lot of stuff is Legends now, so they could probably change a whole lot <laughs> if they wanted to. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, when it comes to Boba Fett and... Um, I agree with what you said in terms of the reaction to Django Fett. The prequel content so far, you I mean thus far, um, post uh, Disney Star Wars, has been very good. I haven't. Uh, I'm trying to think of one pre- thing of prequel related content that I hated. Though to be fair, I didn't hate the prequels before Disney, but I mean even after Disney, I'm trying to think of anything that I thought was lackluster or bad, and I can't. I can't really think of one. Which is part of the reason I was calling for them to do more stuff because it was all good, everything, all of it. You know the comics, you know Kanan, Anakin, Obi Wan. Uh, you know the um, uh, they have the um, uh, any any video game uh, content, any kind of uh, really anything, anything that they did that was prequels. To, you know novels, you know uh, Queen Shadow, um, the Thrawn second Thrawn joint that had um, uh, Thrawn. Talking with Anakin and and, and uh, uh, Padme and stuff, it was all all everything that had prequel content in it was fire. All yeah. of it, none of it was bad. So it just makes sense that they uh, they take from that well again and start really using that era more. Because I think at this point in time, I don't. I'm, and this is me speaking for me. I can't speak for the rest of the Star Wars fan base. I don't know how they feel. I'm kind of tired of hearing the Tie Fighters. I'm kind of tired of seeing the Empire. Or just remnants of the entire scene, the Emperor, in whatever form that he's coming in. That's why. That's part of the reason people were so excited about Snoke. Even though some people didn't like Snoke, they thought he was just another Emperor. But that's what part of the reason people were like Snoke. People were excited about um, uh, what's the dude's name, Galaxy Rax, and yeah. all these other High it, Republic. High, High Republic because it's different. Yeah. It's something new. You know, it's something new, something different, but still in the same universe. So that's what people want. You know, so they they can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's eventually, people are gonna get tired of it. People are gonna say, "Give me something new." Yeah, and that's something that I think uh, Dave Filoni kind of mentioned. Uh, he did a, a sit down. Him and George did a sit down on StarWars.com. You know, Star Wars YouTube channel. He mentioned that talking about the Clone Wars. He was like, like the original series, like you know the the original, the original run that they had. He said. You know, his favorite episodes are the episodes where they did something different. You know, the episodes where, you know, they got outside the box of Star Wars. And those were the episodes he felt were the best, were the ones where it wasn't the same old, same old. And it's always very yeah. impressive, man. Watching, watching through that series right. and seeing stuff from like that's I what never he's most proud of is, yeah. And that's just an interesting kind of way he he thinks because it kind of shows you. I wonder how he felt about the sequel trilogy. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> the tree doesn't hate it. He's a company man. And he loves Star Wars, but from a from a creative standpoint, does he feel like you know they're just going back to the well? I'm sure that that has to be in his mind somewhere. Now, of course, I'm not thinking for Dave Filoni, but it's just interesting that he would consider him, he would think about about wanting to tell new stories, but then you know, I but then the the sequel trilogy doesn't really do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you may like it. I like the sequel trilogy. Uh, I I I liked it initially, and it kind of you know by the third one, I thought it got progressively worse. But <laughs> regardless, um, overall, the sequel trilogy is terrible. But you know, the Force Awakens, I would argue, is the one that did the most. You know, like kind of the same stuff. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like so. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. It's it's quite the conundrum. I mean, I'm just I'm glad they're trying to do new things, and you know, even in things like the Mandalorian, they can bring in prequel related characters like Ahsoka, right? Um, and I mean, th- with this, Bo Katan, uh, Bo Katan might show up. 
some yeah, that would be insane. I mean, they can do so much yeah. with this show. At this and, point, if Boba Fett and whatchamacallit are in it, so anyone's on the table. You know, yeah, both yeah, can point, and easily everyone is on as the long table. as they were alive, you know, Sabine I'd be surprised if Sabine Ren wasn't in Mandalorian. <laughs> I'd be surprised, you know, and I mean, Sabine, there's, there's Sabine, Afra, Aiden Versio. Yeah. Um, people are, I mean, there's all these rumors that all these people are going to be in this season. Yeah. <sighs> and think about how Mandalorian broke the internet every week, in part because of Baby Yoda, but like without those characters. Yep. When Ahsoka Tano shows up in Mandalorian, that episode is going to be must-see television. Yeah, I mean, the Mandalorian is going to break a lot of records. It's going to be all, yeah, streaming records are going to be broken. Streaming records are going to be obliterated by this show. When there's a Boba Fett episode of the Mandalorian. Boba Fett episode, everybody's going to be watching. Everyone's going to watch Disney Plus is going to crash. Anyone that hasn't seen Mandalorian (laughs) Season 1 is going to have to then go back and see Mandalorian Season 1. Yep. Like, and I think they know that. Yep, yep. Disney Plus is going to be down for days. Yep. Because so many people are going to be trying to watch that episode all at the same time. You mean um, they're not going to be trying to watch The Ride of Skywalker? <laughs> no, absolutely not, probably. Um, now, nah, there's some people that that enjoy the movie. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not trying to bash. Go, go dig that, dig old, dig up old, you know, wounds, dirt, yeah. dig up old dirt or whatever. But, um, but yeah, no, nah, I think The Mandalorian, at least my opinion, I think it's just been overall just better content. And that's another thing I did want to point out before we move on to our next topic. I do, at this point in time, just at this point in time, I'm more excited about Disney Plus content than I am about movies uh, when it comes to the Star Wars <laughs> universe. I mean, just at this point in time, until we get, you know, uh, something, because the spinoffs have been my favorite Star Wars content so far. Right. Just being blunt, honest. Solo and Rogue One were better than all the sequel trilogy movies. And that, that kind of leads us into our topic about the Taika Waititi thing. Yeah, it leads us into our next topic regarding Taika Waititi. So... We have news now uh, that Taika Waititi is going to be, um, or he's, he's already been in talks with Lucasfilm yeah. uh, to direct a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's announced. It's been announced, yeah. yeah. Lucasfilm. <laughs> it's announced by Lucasfilm um, that they're talking with Taika and he's going to be working on um, a Star Wars film. We don't know film. when it's coming out as far as I know. Uh, right. But, I mean, look, Taika Waititi is doing a Star Wars film. They officially confirmed the Leslie Headland. Yes. Uh, project, you know, the female-centric project that uh, she's supposed to be working on. And, I mean, again, it kind of, it's interesting that you mentioned that because it's like, I mean, when I heard the news about the Taika Star Wars movie, I didn't, I wasn't like, wow, or like, great. You know, I mean, I w- my reaction was kind of, all right, all right, see what he does. Mm. I want to know what he does. Because uh, I think that's very important at this point. Not because... I don't have confidence in Taika Waititi. He did a good episode of The Mandalorian. He's a, he's a great uh, writer. He has a lot of comedic touch to it. Uh, brings a lot of life to his stories. But um, I think it's very important. One, I think you have to find a good match for his his directorial style and what stories he's going to tell. You know, you can't give Taika you can't give Darth Vader to Taika Waititi, of course. Um, but and then, I, but you bringing up the idea of look, the spinoff series are always or right now are just batting a thousand and are going to make you more excited than than something like uh, a feature film, and that that's that's interesting. You know, obviously Disney Plus has Clone Wars, they got the Mandalorian that's doing great, and you feel like all right with John Favreau, Dave Filoni involved, like those types of guys, like it's going to be great. Uh, I don't know who Taika Waititi is answering to. Is this a, is this a Kathleen Kennedy situation? If it is, is this movie even coming out? That's something we have to ask. Like, <laughs> how long before there's creative differences with Taika because she didn't like the hat he's wearing? And <laughs> that's what I mean. Of course, it's a little harsh. I'm sure this will this will run fine. This will run smoothly. You know, she probably I handpicked mean, him. I mean, are we though? But I mean, every, are we sure? But I hope so. What's the difference between this and Lord and Miller? And Lord and Miller were doing a Star Wars movie, and then they weren't. Gareth Edwards is doing a Star Wars movie, and then he wasn't. Like these guys, they all at some point are involved, and then they're not involved, or they're 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 in the starting lineup, and then they're benched. You know, like exactly. like so that's that's the that's the question mark. Now you would think with a with a director as high profile as Taika Waititi, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy can screw this up. You know, I mean, I, you would think she's on her last leg at this point. So it's like if you screw up. 
a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. Not necessarily in screw it up in the sense that it's bad, but screw it up in terms of the production where he can't even do it or he doesn't want to do it, then then that's a major red flag. So I don't I don't think that it'll get to that point. I think all parties know this has to happen, it has to work for this for them to continue. Um the first character that came to mind when I heard this was Lando. You know, I think a Lando Taika Waititi movie with Donald Glover could certainly be good. I, I don't necessarily know if I need a Lando movie, mm-hmm. but if they want to make a Solo spinoff, um, I think that could work. Uh, solo 2, something else, but I don't. it doesn't sound like they, they want to make a Solo 2. I'd feel a little... A little uh... I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to see a Lando movie. I mean, I I hope people didn't really see Solo. So what makes yeah, you think they're going to see Lando? People didn't see Solo. <laughs> you know, like Lando is is the the secondary to yeah, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. He you was know, a psychic. So, you know, movie. it's like who is going to see the Lando? I mean, the I mean, I would see it. Right. Um, but that's Donald not who they're trying to sell these movies. Donald Glover has a big following. I'm sure anyone that knows about him and enjoys his content will probably see it. But, I mean, outside of that, and that's the thing with Star just Wars, just putting Lando's name, I don't think at this point in time with Star Wars, the, the Star Wars that we have now, right, with half the fan base hating it and half the fan base loving it, they they just put Lando movie. Is everyone gonna go see well. it? It's not doing well. I don't yeah. think it's gonna do that. Great. So the question is, and just in general, take even Taika Waititi out of it. What Star Wars characters in twenty twenty? Do you feel like if they got a they got a movie, a greenlit or even stories in general, even if it's not a particular character, if they got a movie greenlit, everyone's seen it. Like it's making I don't want to say a billion, but it's making eight seven hundred million, six hundred million. You know, obviously take out the whole financial crisis that we're in, but just in general, it's it's a it's a smash movie that everyone wants to see. Um, I mean, you have all your Old Republic. I think it's certainly in there uh As, i mean i don't think just based on just the name but i think just the content was right the content time. yeah exactly i you think know. the story that you could tell yeah i think the stories are be, they're know, so original you put enough lightsabers out there i think people will lose their like mind. they're so original and they're so at they're so full of action and drama you put a couple a-list actors yeah i mean come on at right. that point it's just gonna sell itself yeah you know it's game of thrones star yeah, wars yeah exactly people are gonna lose their mind yeah everyone is seeing that which is I don't know. It's all these softballs, all these all these lobs, yeah. these these t- they, they want to ignore all these t-ball, <laughs> yeah. easy easy singles <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, whatever sports analogy, easy layup, layup, free throw, <laughs> whatever sports analogy you want to use, all this easy easy stuff. That cat. I'm sorry. I keep sorry. Bring her name up. Kathleen Kennedy. She's the head. She's the head of Lucas. She's the head. If she doesn't want the. She doesn't want the heat. All these easy <laughs> layups. Down. These free throws. That just should be easy stuff that we should just obviously be getting, yeah. obviously be getting. Yeah, they they have the money. <laughs> you have the you have the money. You have the 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 go. You have the green the green check mark the green light from Iger to say yeah. you're the president. Do what you want. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, and then you just refuse to do anything. <laughs> yeah, that just I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it really is something she just gives these so vague, that, these vague, right. conf- vague confirmations yeah. to the media. We are aware of the old republic and, you yeah. know, we're going to do something and then we get some high republic. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, is that what you're talking about? Like, I right. mean, I guess, you know, I mean, we'll see. I'm glad it's new. Right. But it's not the old republic. Right. So, I mean, we'll see how it does. Hopefully, I'm optimistic about it, right. but it's not the old republic. Right. So, I mean, the old republic I know would do well because it's done very well in the past. No one dislikes it. Everyone wants to see more of it. Everyone wants to see more of it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, they, they do nothing. It's just it. like, no, I don't want anything to do with it. It's like, so, all right. So, you know, okay. But, like, in terms of, like, characters, who is above Lando in terms of, like, obviously, Kenobi's got his thing going on. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's it's your legacy. Your right. legacy people. Your Luke, your, you know. Yeah, Luke. They announced, they announced a, oh, Luke movie takes place in the gap years between... Six, six and, and seven. seven, you know that's selling a billion dollars. Yeah, that's even. a billion dollar movie. Yeah, you know, so they, any of the really any of the legacy. Luke, Le- well, they can't do Leia now, but right. um, Luke, you know, uh, uh, 
Um, yeah, so you can't do Leia. They already did Han, but I mean that was yeah, they, even they that kind of flop. They didn't but do that right. That, that had that had its own issues. Yeah, that had a whole lot of other issues. Yeah, it probably still could have made a lot of money if they if they did it right. But yeah, they did it right. That probably would have been better. Vader. Yeah, Vader. Um, You're doing Kenobi, but Yoda yeah. probably could make a lot of money. Yeah, Yoda. Um, you know, you got your. Uh, I didn't look. I'll be real. A baby Yoda movie. As crazy as that sounds, but if they told the origins of Baby Yoda, I people think, would that would make th- a lot of money. I think eventually we probably will get a Baby Yoda movie. If yeah. I'm being completely honest with myself, <laughs> the way things are going, I think we're gonna get a Baby Yoda movie in some way, shape, or form. Whether that's I mean, him aged or uh, like his him being born, like whoever his parents are, like yeah, I think at this point Baby Yoda is just he's become so massively popular. It'd be foolish almost not to consider it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, he's a top five most known Star Wars character at this point. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But, like, people that don't know anything about Star Wars know Baby Yoda. Yeah. You know, you can't necessarily say that about people outside of, like, Darth Vader and, like, Luke Skywalker. You know, but, like, he's a more known Star Wars character than Chewbacca. (laughs) And he's in the Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Every, like, most people, probably between the age of, like, eight, and in 50 in 50 or well maybe not 50 i mean maybe i i say between like eight and like 18 Wait, most oh. most of them more more of them know about baby yoda than they do about chewbacca yeah guaranteed yeah. if you put baby yoda in front of them you put chewbacca in front of them more of them are going to point to baby yoda and say I, I know that one i like that one so that's star wars yeah and then they'll probably squint at chewbacca and go oh, oh yeah that's yeah. the that's the big guy yeah from the you know bigfoot. The, they probably, yeah. a lot of them probably think he's bigfoot. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Times have changed, but going back to Taika, it's very very exciting news that we're getting a Taika Taika directed Star Wars content. I don't know what it is. Um, I would hope that it's not. I personally hope that it's not Lando, just because I feel like. I feel like, I feel like his talent could be better used on really anything else. Not that no disrespect to Lando as a character, I personally would more rather see Lando on something like Disney Plus. I feel like he'd yeah, be yeah. more successful. I agree. There, and I feel like you can flesh out his character more there than you can in a movie where it's just a few hours or just a couple hours at most. I feel like you can get more more depth there, and I feel like just his character just as a whole is just would work better in a series than in a movie. And the same goes for Han Solo. You know they. They just work better in a series. Or a series or a series of movies, which is what Han Solo got. Um, so you give Lando, and Lando isn't getting a trilogy. And I don't really need or really want a Lando trilogy. I would rather have a Disney Plus series. Or just have him in a Disney Plus series. Now, what if I told you the Lando movie was... It had Lando, it had Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams. And it goes back and forth in time. And it tells you that maybe the Billy D. Williams and you know the girl from Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. Jana story, mm-hmm. as well as a Donald Glover story. Um, that maybe could be related somehow. You know, like a kind of like the you know Hooded Justice episode of uh, right, Watchmen. Not, not that dark, obviously. Yeah. But like <laughs> from like a, you know, are right, you telling the origin? Right. Telling like this kind of relates to what's happening in real time. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you're good. That would be kind of ambitious. I, mean, I don't know if, like, it's unlikely to happen. But, like, if you told me that was the movie, I'd be like, I'll give it a shot. You know, like. I don't think that's getting a lot. I don't think, that, I don't think that's bringing people who wouldn't otherwise see a Lando movie to the theater. I tend to agree. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, could it be a Finn and Poe movie? Buddy Cop. No. Or, or well, I doubt it. I mean, I I, I don't I, think, I don't think they want to do any sequels. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Isaac already said he's not. He's done. He's done. I'm pretty sure he's already confirmed that. He's done. Yeah. Um, Could it be Finn and somebody? I don't you know, really want to see uh, a Finn Rose Tico. I mean, do people want to see a Finn movie? Is that something people are talking about? No, I don't think anybody wants. But like, <laughs> is anybody talking about seeing anything sequel trilogy related at this point? And that's and that's the question. Do you just give? And see, that's the one thing as Star Wars fans, we all have to like kind of remember is that and I know Marvel, they like to take from the source material and stuff, but like 
at what point do we uh, do we say, all right, Taika Waititi is doing a Star Wars movie, and you know there's a 2022 Star Wars movie coming out? At what point do we say like maybe it's not a spinoff or it's not a character centric movie? Like maybe it's a blank canvas. They create a new character, you know, in the Star Wars universe. Like that's also a possibility. That I would one thousand percent be in favor of. That. You know, that's probably the easiest way. It's just it's they, risky. It's just risky because it's like you don't know. It's so, but you I mean this? This is one thing Disney's got to do, and it's not really. To be fair, it's not just Disney. It's a lot of things in Hollywood in general. A lot of people complain about it. Just start developing new things. Yeah. Stop being so afraid of not you know making the money back, not reaching yeah. the profit margins, whatever you got. Yeah. Make new content. The only the whole reason this stuff is so popular is because people were in, innovative. Like I give Pixar a lot of credit because Pixar. Well, although yeah, they do sequels, they, they do like to make sequels, a new. Yeah. They like to make they new stories. Create new stories. It's like make new stuff. D- you know Disney. You know uh, uh, Warner Brothers. All these other co- movie companies make new content. You don't just t- you don't just keep rehashing, redoing the old yeah, stuff. Bond twenty five. You know it's <laughs> like come on, let's get some new stuff. I want new content. You know, they just keep trying to, to oh, nostalgia. And that's why Mandalorian, I think, was so good. Because people exactly. didn't know what to expect. This is a character Ex- we don't know. Exactly. You're introducing a new part of the lore. New part of the lore. It's just have find a creative with a new idea. There's yeah. plenty of them out there. Have them do their pitch. If it sounds like it's great, do it. Yeah. Sometimes it'll work great. Sometimes it won't. That's how it works. That's how things work. But right. try something new. I don't. It's a, this thing where they just want to rehash the keep keep rehashing the old stuff, and it's like I don't want someone in charge again. I'm bring up her name again, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I don't want someone in charge that doesn't want to take any risks whatsoever. <laughs> just wants to do the same old stuff. <laughs> doesn't want to give you anything new. Just wants the same old stuff. Right. It's like I'm sick of it, you know. Like my God, even Filoni. Like, look, Filoni. He's used a lot, used with legacy characters frequently. Right. Obviously, um, because you know that's what the shows were. But he's used them in new creative ways, giving us new creative stories. Right. You know, and a lot of times same... around original characters. Yeah, exactly. The you know, rebel the crew of original characters that he bring legacy characters in to support. Exactly. You know. So it's like, come on, we need new stuff. Not old stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm very, very excited about Taika working on it. Really anything. Whatever he does, I think it's going to be good content. Even if it is Lando. Yeah. I think it's going to be quality content. Yeah, I have, I have a hard time believing this will be bad. Yeah, I have a very hard time believing this will be bad. I mean, Taika Waititi, I just enjoy his directorial style just in general. Um, and just the content he makes in general. I haven't seen anything yet that I have not liked. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, but I haven't heard um, bad know, that, that many bad things about it. So, yeah, I just think it's very exciting news. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, of course, be tracking that story as it develops. If there's anything else coming out, maybe we'll get an announcement at Celebration if there is a Celebration this year. Um, <laughs> there will be a Celebration. <laughs> you know, we'll, well see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but I did also want to just bring in some Star Wars video game news. Because uh, there has been some video game news uh, dropping lately as well. Uh, so first bit of news is just that um, Battlefront 2 is officially done in terms of all of its updates. Um, it's done. No it's, more. It's done. It's, it's no more. So they just released a, a Scarif update um, along with a lot of um, new skins and new new things that for people to take advantage of um, for free. It's a free update. So, I mean, this is... Uh, this is the end of a, end of an era, so to speak, when it comes to Battlefront Two. Right. Uh, the the end product of Battlefront Two is much, much, much better than what they the had, than what they had at launch. Is not this free to play? Is not this um pay to win pay to win mess? Yeah. Um, where you can't play as Darth Vader, you can't play as your favorite characters even, um, just because they're blocked behind a paywall. Yeah. Literally not because of anything game related. Not because oh I don't, my skills aren't. No, it's just. Either you play hundreds of hours of the game, or you have to pay. Yeah, that's how you get them. And it's like, come on, really? So, but they fixed that. It took a long time, too do, long, do, honestly. But they fixed it. Do we think that this is the end of Battlefront? Like, do we think that there's a Battlefront three coming? I think eventually there is. 
I mean, it also depends on what happens to the Star Wars brand, honestly. That's fair. I mean, it all kind of goes back to... It, this isn't just Kennedy. This is the whole Star Wars team. Right. This is all of Lucasfilm. Depends on how Lucasfilm does. I don't think we're getting another Battlefront for at least... At, there, at least nothing announced or nothing worked on for at least like two, three years. I would imagine. They took the whole Battle... Or, or at least big... I know at least big chunks of the Battlefront 2 team, and they're all working on Battlefield now. So they're not they're not working on another Battlefront. Right. So who knows if or when that's even going to happen? Um, but I suspect if Lucas, if the, you know Lucasfilm and the Star Wars brand hasn't been completely destroyed, mm. obliterated, um, <laughs> you know, I have to be honest. I mean, it's you know, is the Disney Plus has been very successful, so that could help keep it, you know, good and relevant and all that. But if the movies and everything else continues to kind of take a downward spiral, then I mean, I don't know. Who knows what what will even happen? Um, but uh, but yeah, if things continue on a positive trend, I think we will. I I give it a I say it's almost one hundred percent chance. I think we will get a, a Battlefront three. If Star Wars, if people still like and care about Star Wars a few years from now, which I personally think they will, because Disney Plus has been so successful. Yeah, I definitely think we're getting another Battlefront. Um, but we also got the news that um, that Jedi Fallen Order uh, sequels are on the way. Um, uh, so it was announced recently that the first game is part of a new franchise uh, of games um, taking place in the Jedi Fallen this Jedi Fallen Order uh, storyline. So we're getting more uh, Jedi Fallen Order content, and they release another update uh, of the Jedi Fallen Order video game. Uh, so this uh, update is free. If you're listening to this now, you can play it now. Uh, they had a lot of new skins. They had a new, almost like a meditation training mode. Um, you can train different villains, and customize, and all that. And you can, um, uh, they had all these free customizations as well. So it's a lot of it's a lot of cool stuff. I plan on trying it myself um, very soon, possibly after we finish this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's very exciting news. Um, Ken, do you have any any particular thoughts on Fallen Order sequel or more Fallen Order content? Yeah, I mean, I guess to just the it, look, Fallen Order, the way it ended certainly led you to a sequel, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, so, I mean, I mean, there's it, <laughs> always obviously the, the, the thing of like, all right, you know, how many, you know, how many Order 66 Padawans are out there, how many Ahsokas are out there, Kyle Kestis's, Kanan's, Kyle's, Kanan's, you know, at some point it's alright, they all survived, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, I mean, look, I think there is, there is opportunity similar to Mandalorian, there's opportunity for them to say, look, this was successful in a sequel, let us use Kanan, let us use Ahsoka, like, that could also end up being good, so, seeing those characters can maybe interact is, is certainly a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I mean exactly. This could be, this could be really something, something crazy. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that we're not um, told, and possibly a lot of adventures we may just not have seen take place during, say, the Rebels uh, timeline, or um, you know, really, um, you know, it's really just he could have interacted with so many other interesting characters in that in that time frame as well. I mean, a lot of other legacy characters as well. Um, who we know are still alive that we have yet to see. Uh, so uh, this could be uh, something uh, potentially very, very special. Um, but uh, we also got the piece of news that uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga is officially coming out in October, um, which that is the culmination of all nine movies, all nine Lego movies. And uh, Kenna, was it you that said that they were they were had a different kind of format for how to play instead of having to go through each one yeah i believe i don't know about the having to go in order mm-hmm. because i mean that's something i complained i hope that's not the case okay because that could take a while you know if you have to start yeah. from episode one it's like what if i want to get to episode nine or at least yeah, what exactly. if i want to get to the sequel trilogy? Like, <laughs> i've played i've played the others probably four or five times because you keep rebooting them <laughs> what if I want to play? What if I want to play just the sequel trilogy? So, yeah. my thing is, hopefully, you don't have to. You don't have to play them in order. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I have heard that there's going to be an open world aspect to this, similar to the Lego Marvel games. Sometimes ah. you know, even the, some of the more Lego 
re- more recent Lego Batman games have had some open world right. aspects as well. Yeah. So uh, that would actually add to them, I think, more so. Uh, obviously, it's hard to do incredible. that in a Star Wars game because you know it's a game that encompasses three different generations of Star Wars. It's like, all right, you know, what you know, how many carry what kind what types of character interacting are you running into? My thing is, I would say just put like three different planets. You know, have one Coruscant. You know, one B, I don't know, Tatooine, and <laughs> one B Jakku. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I know in the in the complete the in the complete, uh, I believe it's called the complete uh, the complete saga. The complete saga. Um. Uh, they they have it all in a cantina. Right. Uh, so you're just in a cantina. Right. So it's like you indiscriminately you'll see all kinds of different random creatures. Yeah. But it's not something where you could be like. Yeah, Empire banner, right? And you're running around as Qui Gon, you know, or <laughs> right. anything like that, right? So, uh, but yeah, either way, it's very exciting. I love the Lego games. I think they're very well made. Uh, the puzzles are very fun, and the the story is also very always very fun as well. Uh, so I think it's pretty cool uh, that they're coming out with another game, and that's coming out so soon. It's coming out in October, so that is very very exciting news. Um, so with that being said, uh, I'm thinking we can wrap the show. Uh, with our massive uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars finale. So this finale has, um, you know, or had broken the internet um, several times over when it had come out. Um, And it was completely fantastic. Uh, It was very, very, very well done. Um, What they had done with, with Maul and how he had known about Order 66, and how, you know, with his uh, fight against Ahsoka on Mandalore to finish the season of Mandalore, and then with Order 66 happening. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really, um, I mean, it was just so, it was just so great to see. I mean, and that final, and that final scene with Ahsoka and then the Clone Wars helmets with her design on him on the and hadn't we hadn't we had seen that as like concept art uh i haven't seen that or the pictures of like the feloni feloni teased on his instagram the picture of ahsoka with the thing and the, with uh, rex i believe i was thinking about the the picture of like the helmets on like the spears we hadn't seen I that re- i don't remember seeing that maybe i mean maybe i don't know if that was in a trailer or like that was in some concept art but i feel like i had seen that before um but, like, it reminded me when I saw it. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, you know, that's the shot. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, if you want to ask me what is the high point of the season or what was the coolest thing they added in these, in this last arc of, in this last arc of uh, Clone Wars, I mean, the whole thing was spectacular. Uh, the whole concept of them crossing over to Order 66 which I won the bet, Shamari. I told you. Yeah, Kenny, you won the bet. I won the I, I bet. I gave it to you. You won the bet. I didn't. I was not expecting that. We got Order sixty six, man, in Clone Wars. That was crazy. But and that again, everything was great. But to me, my favorite part, my favorite aspect that they added into this ending of Clone Wars was the Darth Maul stuff. I think the the concept of Darth Maul, like essentially bugging out in those episodes about. Order 66 happening, knowing that it's going to happen, knowing he, he, he could stop it, and knowing that he wanted to take out Anakin Skywalker because he knew Anakin was going to become Vader. Yeah. And he knew he had to take this guy out to get at uh, Darth Sidious because yep. they were both going to be the eventual, they were both apprentices of Darth Sidious. I mean, to me, that is like, is that what George intended? I think so. Mm. I think Filoni. I think part. I think in part. I think Filoni knew that that was a story they wanted to tell, mm. and it got cut off. And you you wanted to go back and tell that that aspect of the story. Um, Sam Whitworth did an excellent job at Darth. Maul. Oh man, he did. He that was, may have been. His he best was possibly Darth the all star of yeah. of this season. Yeah, honestly, even though he was only in like four or five yeah. episodes. Um, I mean his. 
I mean, he really is an amazing voice talent. Yeah. What he was able to do with the cadences in his yeah, voice. Yeah, I mean, the guy was, sounded like he was going crazy. Sounded like he was losing his mind, but at the same time coming to realizations about what's going on yeah, you himself. Know, yeah, like, yeah, him, like, kind of, him having these experiences where, like, you know, like, the pieces, because he only knows it in bits and pieces. He yeah, only knows exactly. the plan. He's like, I know something crazy is going to happen. I know the Empire is coming. I right. know the city is his plan. He's like, I don't know what. And then, like, when he's getting the information, him, like, realizing, like, whoa, you know, like, he, like he's experiencing it with us. Yep. So when he finds out that, you know, the clones were attacking the Jedi, mm-hmm. his reaction is, wow, brilliant. <laughs> he yeah, turned them exactly. on themselves. You know, like, who would have thought? But, I mean, it, the, way, the way Darth Maul was portrayed in those last three, four episodes, to me, was... Um, some of the best Star Wars, some of the best Star Wars stuff from a Star Wars villain, I think we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka uh, kind of relationship with Anakin and Obi Wan, and also how they tied in the Revenge of the Sith with Clone Wars to me was just fantastic. The way they they certainly watched Revenge of the Sith probably three or four times before they wrote this, but. Um, the way they were they able they were able to tie in some of the little stuff that was happening in Revenge of the Sith with what's happening in real time in Clone Wars, especially considering the stuff that's happening in Revenge of the Sith that is kind of just you know goofy stuff like them trying to save the uh, the Chancellor from Grievous like that that's not that's not what Revenge of the Sith is about. Revenge of the Sith is about Anakin becoming Darth Vader, but they have these little things in there. And, or, you know, Anakin even killing Dooku, you know, stuff that they kind of gloss over in the movies. Yeah. But then, like, they in Clone Wars, it has way more relevance. Like, oh, the Chancellor has been taken. You know, and Ahsoka's like, what? Yeah. You know, or Anakin killed Dooku. It's, it's like, like, really? When you watch the series, you it, like, makes those moments even in more insane. Yeah. It's so much more impactful. They're, they're, like, glossed over in the movie, but... When you watch it in Clone Wars in real time, and you see other people reacting to the stuff that's happening, you realize this is like real stuff. Yeah, you see how long you, you watch the whole series. You see how long Duke has been tormenting them. Yep. You see how long Grievous has been tormenting them. Yep. You see how long like this is. This has been a very long war. You yeah. don't experience that, and unfortunately, just in movies, just period. Yeah. You don't really feel that, but in in the series, you feel it. Yeah. And then when it crosses over to the to the movies. Yeah. And they and they it really adds a weight to the the kind of weight to what Obi Wan is feeling right now. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Windu and Yoda. Windu. Um. I mean that scene when they literally like finish talking with um, the council. The council, and then Ahsoka just walks in. Ahsoka walks in straight from the movie. Straight from the movie. Right when they right when they pan away after that scene, Ahsoka walks in. Yeah. It's like oh man. It's just masterful. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would, you know, I, I would recommend anybody to watch Revenge of the Sith again with that those last four episodes. It's, you know, it, it, you know, if you don't remember certain little things, I think people already already have queued them up like on YouTube. They already like queued up those scenes. Yeah, I'm sure they have. (laughs) The stuff where it's like this is taken straight from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, people have already queued up the Order sixty six. Oh, from yeah. from everything from from Fallen Order, <laughs> from the Clone Wars, yeah. from uh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've already queued up all the different Order sixty sixes to where they're sure, happening Rebels at the exact probably same time. Have some sort of thing like yeah, they they already have them all to where Palpatine says execute Order sixty six like at the same time. Yeah, and then it happens. Oh man. Um, and I like I feel like when they added these things, none of it. No, nothing they added took away from the story. Um, they only were able to add stuff. Uh, even, I mean, even a little thing like putting uh, putting Dryden Voss in the Order 66 episode or the episode before that. Oh, yeah. You know, oh. like, that was major. Stuff like that is just like, it connects, and it so masterfully connects, and it just shows why Filoni needs to have more say. He, he in, needs not, to. in my opinion. How he's masterfully connects everything. Right. Makes everything so much more relevant. 
Right. And makes it make more sense. Yeah. It's like, who is this Dryden Voss guy? Why is he following Maul? When did that even start? Yeah. It's like, this had been started, you know, ages ago. Yeah. Years ago, they had been in contact. Before yeah. the Empire was even in power, Yeah. they had been in contact. And yeah. it's like, oh, man, that's just... And it makes sense. And Wonderful. And this is why... This is why people say Filoni needs to do a sequel trilogy show. Like, a real one, not Resistance, but, like, one that's relevant, that has... That gives him the keys to every character consistently, similar to Clone Wars. Because, and it seems like a massive undertaking, but I think Filoni could make the sequel trilogy make way more sense than it does. Yeah. Because the aspects of the sequel trilogy just don't make any sense. You know, obviously, like, the Raylo stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. Part of the reason I was so excited for Resistance when I heard Filoni was Yeah, it was like, he's going to make stuff make sense. Yeah. He's gonna connect things and the, yeah, connect the, all the, all the, the politics dots, of the, the the Snoke dots and all these yeah, other the dots. Yeah, the Snoke dots. The, all these other dots are gonna the connect. The Kylo Ren dots are all gonna connect. <laughs> exactly. We're three movies out and they still don't connect. They still don't connect. We don't know where. We don't know how any of this stuff happened. They got comics and stuff. And the, we rise, still don't know. the rise of Kylo Ren helped. I mean, Charles Soule did a one did a good job, I think. Um, but it's it's not enough. Yeah, you know, it's just not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> you know, people. You, certain stories you just, you just aren't gonna be able to. Telling a comic that are like, it's not going to be as impactful as what we got in yeah, Clone Wars, especially not a four issue comic. <laughs> right? You know, it's like there's there's no way. A novel, maybe. You know, but yeah, I mean, if you give him a twenty five issue, similar to what they gave him with Darth Vader, yeah, and how much that connected, with right. Everything, right. then yeah, you you can you can do that. But four issues, it's like it's hard, very hard to do. The the I guess the only drawback to me was the, um. I mean, in terms of the finale of the season? Uh, the finale. I mean, the season had, you know, it kind of had its lulls, up and downs, or whatever. Um, kind of wish that, it, I kind of wish it went longer. Um, yeah. But, in terms of the, the last four episodes, you know, that last arc, I think the only downside was, I, I, if you watch them episodically, as opposed to as a movie, I think it's clear this is supposed to be a movie. Um, it's a four-episode arc, they kind of tell it kind of differently, they no more of the intros, it's just... They, you know, pick up where you left off. Yeah. I think sometimes the episodes kind of felt like, all right, like, what's happening? You know, I'm kind of three-fourths into the episode. I'm not saying nothing's happening, but, like, maybe there's a wow moment in the beginning or a wow moment at the end, but, like, in between, like, it's just Ahsoka kind of doing stuff. And it wasn't bad. And I'm sure if you, again, if you watch it as a movie, it's like, all right, no movie's going to be, like, you know, out of ten in every scene. But, like... When I'm in this episode, I'm thinking, like, I'm hoping, like, all right, so what's what's going to happen? And, you know, kind of stops for the next thing to pick up. And it's like, mm-hmm. there is no, there's no like, cliffhanger for every episode. So it's like, yeah. I guess that's the only, that's the only, you know, drawback. But I'm sure if I rewatch this, you know, from episode, uh, you know, 9 to episode 12, I'm sure it'd be crazy. So yeah. that's kind of the, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But, mm. I mean, I don't know. This was an excellent season. It really was an excellent season. This show will will sorely be missed. And it makes me just yearn for more Dave Filoni um, content. Yeah. Period. Hopefully, I'm hoping he... Well, he has another series coming out, right? Um, has well, that been confirmed or is that just a rumor? I mean, it hasn't been confirmed. I mean, he teased it. He did celebra- tease it. A celebration that they're, they're not done. Yeah, he teased animation. that he was doing something. Yeah. Um, but in terms of announced, nothing's been announced. We think it's a Rebel sequel, um, whether or not that takes place in the sequel trilogy or not, we don't know. Um, I, I, look, I think, I mean, he said that, he said we're not getting a Rebel season five, which some people are upset about, but my thing is that no one, I, no one thought we were getting a Rebel season five. Yeah, I'm not upset about that. I mean, where, where Rebels ended... It I didn't end on the best of well I mean it ended it end the ending itself was great yeah but just the last couple of seasons were not no yeah they, they they weren't fantastic yeah you know like season two was their peak you know yeah I think season so. two was the peak and they had some good moments in season three and you know and brought Thrawn back and all that yeah it brought Thrawn back and season cool. four was all right you know season four yeah. the end of season four was great but yeah the 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 in totality wasn't spectacular yeah um so it's like. I get them moving on to to a new story, and I, I mean, look, I, I 
I think it should be the Clone Wars with in the sequel trilogy. You know, whether that's before Episode Seven or you know in between one of these movies, I think I think that's the story you should tell. I would tell before Episode Seven. Um, have Luke if you want. You can make a post for Return of the Jedi if you want. But I, I, I think that that's too easy. I think it's a layup. You know, we talk about layups. Like, I think that would make, I don't know if it would make money, but it would be popular. It would it'd be an easy story for Filoni to tell. I mean, Filoni's yeah. got a creative mind. He, he can tell a million different stories that would all be great in that, in that timeline. Uh, yep. Giving him characters like Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han Solo just seems very easy. Um... If he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to, and also, like, it gives him the canvas of kind of creating, obviously there are things that we know about what happens, but it gives him the canvas of kind of creating, like, that, that post-Return of the Jedi world that we don't really know. I mean, we got the Mandalorian, obviously, but besides that, there's not much to it. Exactly. And Mandalorian's very kind of contained. The Mandalorian, um, there's, um, Aftermath. And Aftermath, right. So, and he can certainly connect to those things. So yeah, um, but seeing the way he took so much care with like even adding a Dryden Voss and adding to a movie that they're not going to do anything else with more than more than, more or less they may have spin also but it's not going to be a sequel. It, to me that was spectacular. So I think it makes plenty of sense. Um, also the Darth Vader thing at the end was great. I mean that was fit so it's, that was great again masterful work. The Clone War, the, those four episodes better than everything I've seen that's even sequel trilogy related in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, way better just in terms of the the emotional impact, the storytelling. This is is better than everything else. It's better than everything else that we've gotten. Those last four episodes, not I wouldn't say the season as a whole, but those last four episodes, better than everything else we've got. Is really not even I don't even think it's close, honestly. So, um. I mean, The Mandalorian is the only thing that comes close. But it's better than everything else, easily. So I really, you know, hope that he gets another series. Animated, live action, whatever it is. I just hope he gets another series. Um, and that, you know, he we just get more content from him. Because he, you know, he seems to very know Star Wars very well. Yeah, and he, um, look, he, sure he, he, he keeps teasing, oh, yeah, we're going to get these characters. You know, this. Plenty of potential for these characters and other stories. Talking about the Rebels characters. Right. Like, you know, again, you know, we talked about it before the show, but, you know, Filoni likes to speak in riddles, you know. So he's yes. not going to, he's not going to tell you this is what we're doing. He'll, you know, imply things and, you know, I, it could be multiple things. Um, you know, I, as we were doing the show, I was reading that, you know, like, there's more smoke that uh, someone put out. I believe this was... Jordan Mason from Cineflix came out and said that uh, Tamara Morrison, Boba Fett's not the only character he's going to play in Mandalorian. So mm. that makes you think, I mean, Rex. Could Rex come back in Mandalorian? I mean, and there's also rumors out there Sabine is going to be with Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. Um, so at this point, it's like it really is like people are saying everybody's gonna be in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Africa's gonna be in the Mandalorian. Yeah, Africa's gonna be in the Mandalorian. Yeah. But like, these are all. I mean, these, those are two uh, rebels characters. To me, that shows you like the respect that Filoni has at Lucasfilm. Like Filoni is not just like the animation guy now. Yeah, like he's one of the three or four most important people at Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Look, Kathleen Kennedy is not going to be there forever. I think he's the perfect guy to take over. Uh, you know, I just think if you want to pair him with a with a CEO type that can knows how to run the business, and you can you know have them be have him be chief creative right. at Lucasfilm, and have the other guy run the run the run the show uh, alongside Dave Filoni. Right, that's what I would do. Have him be I don't know head of the story group or something like that. Yeah. Like, someone running the story itself. Right. Head of the story itself. I'm all for it. You know? Um, like, because I... Like, the only issue... Some people say, why not John Favreau? Like, Favreau, to me, isn't... He did a great job of Mandalorian. But, like... Yeah. I don't know if I don't, I need John Favreau connected to everything Star Wars. Yeah, I mean... I, he hasn't proven himself in, outside of the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, that's not to say he could be the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. Yeah, and, you know, I have no idea. But yeah. Filoni has shown in multiple demonstrated multiple different different eras. Yeah, different mediums, live mediums, action, animated animation. That the man knows how to tell good Star Wars stories. Yes, he just knows how to hit the right notes. You know, to get people emotionally invested. Yeah, uh, which is something everything else so far just has failed to do. So. Uh, so yeah, I'd 100% be in favor of him being in charge. And Lucas loves forward. it. Lucas loved these last. Lucas loves these, it. These, this last season of. Lucas Home is Wars. a huge fan, you know. Um, yeah, so it's it's a, it's a way of honoring everybody. Even, and I know Lucas. I know Lucas handpicked Kathleen Kennedy, but I mean she is not a creative. Yeah, you know, let's just keep it real. She's just not. And I um, think if Lucas could do it over, I mean, if he could do it over, if he could. Make a switch now, he certainly give it to Dave Filoni. Yeah, I think that's so his too. guy, you know. And Filoni's done great work, and he knows Filoni isn't gonna, you know, quote unquote, stab him in the back. Not to bring up all that, all that drama, right? You know, but he's not gonna, you know, stab him in the back. He's not a white, quote unquote, white slaver. Yeah. Um, you know, he knows Filoni's his guy. He knows he's going to, you know, he's going to be honorable. You're gonna in terms of using right. George's content. Right, you know, he's not gonna say one thing and then do something else or deceive anybody yeah. or mislead anybody. For or, the most part, it seems as if they kind of they run in the like you know in that in that interview that they did together on StarWars.com, like they, I think they're much more in line and in tune with each other's like creative thoughts than it does. yeah, it seems Kennedy that and Lucas. Like Kennedy and yeah. Lucas, I'm I mean, sure they have a friendly relationship. I mean, they worked together for years, and I agree. I'm sure Kennedy and Lucas did have you know, a, a they, good working they, relationship. They know, like I'm sure, like. You know, they respect their, their each other's abilities to you know produce movies. Yeah, but when it comes to story, story, yes, we're talking story. <laughs> I, like, there's no way you can tell me Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas are on the same page. Like, I, if that was the case, Lucas would be way I more vocal about his love for the exactly uh, for, for the <laughs> trilogy. He's not. Um, Filoni and Lucas, like, it's clear. I mean, Lucas came back to Star Wars. To talk about the Clone Wars. Yep. Coming back. Like, I don't think that that's a small thing. Yep. That Lucas, Lucas is never back. He never, he never does anything with Disney. Yep. Besides, he'll do some behind the scenes stuff. You know, all right, you want to bring me to the set to see his movie? All right, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Why not? But this guy did a whole Q&A in front of the cast and crew of the Clone Wars. That shows you his respect for Dave Filoni. And again. Respect for what he's been able to do with his property since he's been gone. Yeah. And Dave Filoni, I've even been the kind of guy where, like, when we talked about this before, you know, when Rebels was going on, should Filoni be the guy? There was always a question of, yeah, he's great with animation, he's great with Rebels, he did a good job with Clone Wars, but, like, you know, it's a lot different running a company. Like, I'm not sure if I'm just going to give him Lucasfilm. You know, I'm not saying he's not, you know, who knows if he's George Lucas. But, like... You know, it's like that guy who's like, you know, an offensive coordinator. At some point, you got to make him the head coach. The guy is the best yeah. offensive coordinator in the league. Like, he's the best guy you have. At some point, give him the keys to, to the Star Wars puzzle. And, I, I mean, I think yeah. I think he'd do a great job. I don't know if that's their plan. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Iger and Bob Chapik are certainly thinking about these things. Um and I don't think that the 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 success of the success of this is gone has gone unnoticed. Um, mm-hmm. Floney has said he's only directing one episode of The Mandalorian season two, so is that the Ahsoka episode? I certainly hope so. You know, is that the Rex episode? Like <laughs> the Re- now, there's a Rex episode. Oh yeah, it's Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you know, do both of them show up? I I would imagine if he says he's doing one episode, I would imagine that's when Ahsoka and Sabine show up. If they're together, uh, that's that's what I would guess, and like that could be that could be his bridge to a spinoff. I just hope that they don't tell the Ezra, the the Ahsoka and, the Ahsoka and Sabine story. I don't say I hope, but I don't know how I'd feel about them telling that live action as opposed to in animation. Mm. I guess. I don't know, I guess it would only do just depend on what happens with, you know, what his animated product is. If the animated project is a Luke Skywalker show, then 
all right, fine. <laughs> How they think live action, I don't care. But right. you know, if it's a Resistance 2.0, I'd much rather see the Ahsoka Sabine stuff. So I don't know. I mean, that's what's so fascinating is that that animated product is it can't be Resistance because we already got Resistance and that was goofy and it's nobody least, liked it. I mean, that's the. I mean, I, do, I don't like throwing shade at Resistance, but I'm just thank. We can at least be thankful that we know it's not Resistance. Yeah, we know it's gonna be something new, something different from that. Right. Um, I you know I just be I just I'm just cautious because you know we said the same thing after Rebels. Ah, uh, look, it's not Rebels. It's sequel we did say trilogy. The same thing. Fair enough. This is gonna be in a sequel trilogy. It's gonna be much better. You know, and, and are, is Dave gonna be involved in the day to day? Right. You or know, is he, he just, just gonna, gonna hand it off to his like number two to his, to his number two, <laughs> and just say you run the day to day, and I'll just kind of over yeah, kind of consult. sort of oversee yeah, consult. But, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's something we got to pay attention to as well. But, um, but yeah, I think that's where we're going to end the show today. Uh, there's a lot of big news, but, um, and of course, May the 4th uh, had passed as well. So we had to talk about a lot of stuff they revealed uh, on that day. But uh, we'll be uh, keeping up with you guys, uh, keeping you guys up to date with, in terms of all the Star Wars news coming out, everything coming out. I'm going to be very busy personally in these coming weeks. Uh, a lot of things in terms of schooling and things I have to do. So um, try my best to come out with a show uh, in the next within the next few weeks. But we shall see. I do not know if I'll be able to. If not, I mean, who knows? Maybe Kendall can monologue for you guys. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Everything you will do, and everything you will do, and everything you will do, just make the force be with you.